Good morning. It is 1107. Glad to have you with us. 17th Annual Miracles for Kids Radiothon is uh, coming up uh, February 23rd and 24th. Uh, uh, listen, uh, I've been doing this. I've missed two years. And I think that's all I've missed. Last year I missed because unexpectedly uh, I lost my sister. And uh, other than that, I've been there every year. And it is a most rewarding. Uh, I, 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 get to, I get to see these kids. And I see their progress. And I see what this facility does for kids. And I am moved literally sometimes to tears. And so I can't wait to be a part of this. This is going to be on February 23rd and 24th. It goes from 6 a.m. until 6 p.m. And it is the 939 The Eagle Missouri Credit Union Miracles for Kids Radiothon. And it is for the MU Healthcare Children's Hospital. And, you know, between the economy and uh, the last couple of years with COVID, times are tough for a lot of these families. And this facility turns no one down. No one. So we're going to raise funds so that they can get the equipment and cover the costs of the life-saving uh, equipment that they need uh, and supporting uh, the needs of the, uh, the children's uh, uh, hospital. Every dollar that's raised here stays here. They don't send it to some children's hospital in Cleveland. They do their own fundraising. We raise money for the people in Missouri, for the families in Missouri. So I'd like to thank uh, the Missouri Credit Union for being a part of this and our friends over at Equipment Share uh, who will let you donate right now. You just go to our website, 939theeagle.com. Uh, click on the link for the uh, Miracle Network and, and you'll be able to make a donation there. You can text MIRACLE to 51555 and make a donation. An A1 container will match it. You drop in a 10 spot, they'll make it 20. You drop in 100, they'll make it 200. Um, and uh, you can also call the phone bank, uh, Big O Tires phone bank, because uh, it really does take a lot of people to, to put this together. 866-970-GIVE. Uh, so many thanks to uh, all of our sponsors, Organic uh, Aurora Organic Dairy, uh, Wendy Sprouse, uh, uh, just to name a few, B&H Well Drilling. They all care that much about the community. So many thanks to all of them. Uh, 874-9390, toll-free number is 800-529-5572. I was stunned when I saw what um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said. Uh, I, I, I cannot believe that anybody in their right mind would be so out of, out of line. But apparently at the Super Bowl, there were two ads run, uh, and they were in promotion of Christianity. Now, I know that uh, some people are agnostic, others are atheists, some are Christians, others are Jews. The message is still pretty benign. It's a message of hope. If you don't believe in God, so you think, well, okay, I don't believe, and you move along. Um, 
but not Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She literally put up a message that says, something tells me Jesus would not spend millions of dollars on Super Bowl ads to make fascism look benign. The translation to that is that she believes Christianity is somehow fascism. I don't know what else to take from it. Uh, it is an ugly message on her part, but then I think, you know, beauty's only skin deep, and when you get below the skin there, you got a lot of ugly. A lot of ugly. What's the harm in it? Literally, what is the harm in it? She is just, she gets uglier with her comments every day. It's just, you know, it's such a benign, it's just an ad telling people, you know, and there are a lot of people who have, like, fallen away from the church. They've gotten kind of, <clears throat> they, where they just, they don't go on a regular basis, they're, it sort of slipped through the cracks for them, and it's a little bit of a reminder. I, I am stunned. That is just downright stinking ugly how can the how can you democrats vote for people like her how on earth can you be so ignorant and so evil i guess the end justifies the means but i i was i really offended by that i just cannot believe that that she would say anything that ugly uh, it is really disgusting. Uh, to fight criminalized opioid prescribing, over 88% of opioid overdeaths now involve heroin or fentanyl. Targeting prescriptions is not an efficient way to address mortality. When we passed the PDMT here in Missouri, I argued this was a terrible idea that it would kill people, that it would be deadlier than letting people go to the doctor and buy whatever they wanted legally. You know, the advantage to that was they knew exactly what they were getting. They knew the strength. They knew the amount. The doctor that prescribed it, he could talk to them if they were abusing it. Uh, or, but they always had uh, a product that they knew uh, how it was made, where it was made, and so what? They've got an addiction. The, the problem, of course, is that most of the mortality rate with opioid addiction has very little to do with going to your doctor. Reason Magazine writes, as Americans continue to die from drug overdoses at an increasing rate. Remember, PDMP was supposed to stop this. Policymakers are seeking interventions to reduce reckless medical practices that put patients in danger of addiction. But many of these laws want to limit the extent to which a patient can access prescription opioids from their physicians. But there's a new study published this week in the Yale Law and Policy Review, Inter Alia, uh, and they argue that prescription opioids are not to blame for today's crises. Now, the reason I rail against this is I know people who are living in pain. 
It could be an autoimmune disease or back pain or any number of things. And they need a prescription opioid just to get to normal. And they can't get it because the government is, is going after any doctor who writes the prescriptions. Laws that arbitrarily set duration and quantity restrictions for opioid treatment regimes are premised on the belief that increased access to prescription opioids has led to an increase in addiction and ultimately overdose deaths. However, while opioid deaths continue to soar, prescription rates have decreased every year since 2012. Go a little bit further here, non-medical use of prescription opioids has remained relatively stable over the past 20 years. In this study, uh, the uh, popularized spike in reported non-medical opioid use rates uh, between 98 and 2002 was most likely caused by major changes in survey methodology. And there was a true increase in non-medical opioid use. It would have been due to codeine, not the overprescribing of a pain reliever like OxyContin. Uh, the claim that the introduction of OxyContin in 1996 fueled prescription opioid use is simply not supported by the data. Claims about Purdue Pharma, however, were echoed during last week's House Energy uh, Commerce hearing on combating fentanyl overdoses. Uh, a Democrat from California, Cardenas, uh, prefaced his questioning with Purdue and Sackler family are... Uh, crime pay is still one of the richest families in the world. The Republicans are no better. Meeks from Iowa shared a similar sentiment. As we know, a lot of opioid addiction has started through post-operative care uh, and pain management and pain relief. But it is illicit opioids like heroin and fentanyl, not prescription pain relievers, that are to blame for the opioid crisis. By decreasing access to legal channels uh, and having laws that, that uh, restrict the use of prescription opioids, the, uh, people are going to the black market. You could eliminate the black market. You could, China would have no point in, in shipping fentanyl to the United States because people wouldn't be buying their product on the black market. They'd go to a drugstore and know what they were getting. These people are killing Americans left and right in an attempt to save them from themselves. And here's one more truth. I would rather that some addicted drug addict, whether no matter where he gets his pharmaceuticals, I would rather that they overdose and die rather than have innocent people who have nothing to do with the drug trade die because of the drug war. And that's what's happening. Up against the clock, quick break. You're listening to The Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. Okay, uh, it is 11.22. Glenn Beck is coming up. Sean Hannity, Randy Tobler. Uh, we got a full boat here on the home station. Uh, and then you wake up tomorrow with uh, Brandon Rathard. Uh, it is just a great show. I love listening to him. Uh, it, it's always entertaining and it's fun. Uh, and uh, it t what does it take five people to do that show? I mean, that is.
That's a busy show. It's full of information. Uh, let me get back to uh, some current events here because Democrats are still trying to expand government health care. It's their goal. It is their dream to have a Great Britain or Canadian-style single-payer health care system. And they argue it'll lower costs and nobody should have to pay if they get sick. Well, that's a load of Bravo Sierra. You always have to pay. Because doctors and nurses and manufacturers of medical equipment and pharmaceutical companies aren't going to do the work for free. And if they have skills that can be used elsewhere at a greater profit, that's where these people will go. So I always hear about the NHS in Great Britain. Oh, are they the perfect model? But they've been struggling for years, and now it's in even worse shape. Uh, Reason Magazine writes, the NHS, the National Health System, is collapsing. Doctors and nurses are leaving the profession at an unprecedented rate. Students are entering other fields. Seven million Britons are waiting for treatment. And while COVID accelerated their decay, it didn't cause it. The system had been showing symptoms of an underlying problem for decades. Indeed, they were destined to fail from their very inception. That's not just true of the NHS. It's true of many of the world's most vaunted government-run health care systems. They have deep flaws built into the very design that they use. And now, the strain is beginning to show. It's going to collapse. You can't come up with enough money. Government regulations make it impossible. All they do is drive up the cost of health care. And we know that right here from Medicare and Medicaid and, and, and the Food and Drug Administration. This is a failed idea. Wake up, Democrats. It ain't going to work. Steve, on the line, good morning. How are you? I'm all right. Um, I can remember, and I don't know why, but there was a study back in the 80s, I think, somewhere, that, that the average IQ of the doctors in Great Britain from 1948 until that time when this study was done had dropped something like 25 points so that the brightest and smartest weren't going into medicine. They were going and doing something else they could make money at. Well, that I don't know about the IQ drop. I have no way to, to find okay, that out. Well, but I, I can't. It was, it, they'd actually, I thought it was some kind of study, and I, of course, it's been a long time ago. I can't remember where I read that or who told me about it, but that would absolutely make sense. So, Yeah, but they want that for, for us. They want yeah, us to have I, this. I understand. I, I got an uncle that moved to Canada in the 70s because he thought he ought to have free health care. And when he got old enough to need it, he had to come back down to North Dakota to get it. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, did he bring a big balloon with him? I'm just no. He no. passed away last year. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. All right. Um, all right, thank Steve. You. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, you you can't have the government build a health care system. It just it it's not it's not ever 
going to work. And these people who are promoting it are going to end up being responsible for the deaths of millions of Americans. Not to mention the economic collapse of the entire country. Crazy making, I know. Uh, Brian, we started off this morning talking about the Super Bowl. Do you, uh, you, did you see the uh, Babylon Bee uh, headline? No, I missed that. Well, you know that the, uh, the pilots that were flying those uh, jets over the uh, game were all women. Okay. You, 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 I don't know if you knew that or not. but I did not. Yeah, the <clears throat> so here's the Babylon B. The Super Bowl flyover team featuring exclusively female pilots has informed the NFL officials that they're running a little behind. We'll be right there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we'll, be, oh. we'll be right there. Sorry, radioed pilot Amy Donaldson to an antsy crew at the stadium. Just make yourselves comfortable. Well, television producers expressed dismay at the delay the pilots promised they were getting ready as fast as possible. The line for the bathroom is going to be as fast as it can, assured lead pilot Emily Rawls. Believe me, we will step on the gas and show everyone some women power just as soon as we can. Until then, wait. Hold on now. Did we all just show up in the same flight outfit? <laughs> at publishing time, the team pushed back. Their arrival another 10 minutes after one of the pilots burned out her landing gear taxiing with a parking brake on. Oh, man. <laughs> Super Bowl flyover featuring all female pilots running 20 minutes late. That's oh, good. God, they must have fun. They just have to have a riot doing that stuff. All right. Uh, we've got... Um, we we started off talking about those uh, those balloons and whatever the hell it was uh, flying over the country in, in Canada. Uh, we don't have any answers. But there is one rather interesting comment made by a NORAD commander. Are you ready for this, Brian? NORAD commander doesn't rule out aliens um, as, as the uh, source of these... Unidentified Balloons. flying objects. Except that's not what they call them now. Uh. Uh, in, in a spate of unidentified objects, New York Times uh, alters a story about. Speaking on a conference call Sunday, Air Force General Van Herc was asked whether the United States has ruled out the possibility that the objects that have been spotted and shot down over North America are extraterrestrial in origin. Uh, the New York Times article on Sunday contained this paragraph. The incursion seemed to become so common that Biden administration officials have found themselves issuing private assurances that there's no evidence that they involve extraterrestrial activity. But officials also acknowledge privately that the longer they're unable to provide a public explanation for the gov uh, prov providence of the objects, the more speculation grows. They could be from outer space. All righty then. I am. I I just I feel so much better knowing that. Yeah, yeah. That they're. I mean, they're coming here to say hello when we shoot them out of the sky. Yeah. What, what kind of message thinking? are we sending? <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, you're listening to the Gary Nolan Show. It is the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. Oh, we are so screwed. 
Welcome. It is the 1135 Gary Nolan Show. 874-9390-800-529-5572. There is a, a, a company that looks for what they call disinformation. And apparently the State Department bankrolls this group. And they, they go out and they look at websites, news sites, and things like that, that they say are guilty of disinformation. And then they restrict ads, uh, people who are looking to uh, place ads in front of eyes, from going to those websites. Microsoft is using their technology, um, and it blocks these websites from showing ads. And it's, it's really nice to know <clears throat> that somebody out there is looking for disinformation websites. But I was, Brian, I was looking through this list, and I, I think yeah. I'm... You got a pattern going on there or something? Well, I think I'm noticing a pattern. Oh, that's weird. Um, so here are the places where there not... be a pattern, should there? Well... Because everybody uses disinformation, right? Well, I'm not sure, Brian. I... I think there's a pattern in here. It, okay. it just, it seems, let me give you a list. All right. Washington Examiner, Daily Wire, Newsmax, Daily Caller, TeaParty.org, Life News, MRCTV.org, Breitbart, Red State, The Blaze, The Epic Times, uh, Hannity.com, Washington Times, LifeZet, BillOReilly.com, Judicial Watch, Chicks on the Right, MikeHuckabee.com, OAN, OneAmericanNews.com, uh, CharlieKirk.com, WorldNetDaily, GlennBeck.com. Is there no? Town I'm not in a pattern yet. No, nothing. Louder uh, with Crowder. No. Uh -uh. CNS News. No. Uh, RushLimbaugh.com is on the list. <laughs> AnnCoulter.com, Free Republic, Law Enforcement Today. Um, no, I, so I'm just imagining things. Yeah, it, it, no, uh, there's nothing there. No, okay. I, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, you see, I but was... Were you thinking there was a bias or something? Well, it's sort of, I sort of thought it was. And, no, and then uh -uh. to think that the government is sponsoring uh, these people who are interfering with the ad buys. Right. Making it difficult for them to... You're just a cynic. Wait a minute, that's my line. Oh. That's how I refer to you. <laughs> Brian the Cynic. Disinformation, Inc. Read one of the blacklists used secretly to defund conservative news. Uh, the story is at thewashingtonexaminer.com. Well, they lost their Ministry of Truth, so they have to go at it a <laughs> little bit different of, way. Ministry of Truth. <laughs> God, that is just so crazy-making. Oh, Lord. The left have... You remember what I said, and I did this a couple of weeks ago. The left don't ever want to hear anything except what's in their own echo chamber. Yes. It's like they stick their fingers in their ears and go, la, 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 I'm not going to hear. And not only do they not want to hear, they don't want you to hear. And so they try to silence everybody. I welcome the left. When I can get a progressive to call the program and debate me on an issue, I enjoy it. People don't think so, but I do. I love listening to the stupidity and exposing the nonsense. I want the other side to talk. 
Because when I expose it, anybody who's listening with an open mind goes, oh boy, that's, that turns out not to, be, not to work. But the left can't do that because everything they believe in fails. It fails the logic test. And so rather than get defeated in a forum, they just try to shut the forum down. Look at how many progressives show up on college campuses when a conservative is going to speak. Look at how they, they riot and threaten and come in and scream and yell and bring noisemakers with them to silence these people. You can't say that. We don't want you to say that. We are going to control you. That's because they can't face the heat. They, they just would rather shut you down than, than challenge you uh, because they're wrong about just about everything. So now they're, they've had this little secret deal uh, where they go after uh, people who are uh, running news sites. And you know, it doesn't stop there. I was telling you during the break that I used, and I probably should find a different browser, seriously. Google Chrome, for example, and those a lot of those websites that you just listed, if you click on any uh, links from those websites, oops, something went wrong, and it crashes within, you know, five seconds or so. And this just started happening. And it just doesn't happen on one computer. It happens in the studio computer, my desk computer, and even home. Same exact thing. Well, what happens Multiple when you use, websites. What if you use Bing? or is it's, it's just Well, not Bing, but if I use, like, Opera, mm -hmm. it works fine. See, I don't use... If I can help it, I don't use anything Google-related. I know. I try to avoid them like the plague. And I probably should. Including, I just, you know, become accustomed to using it. It's hard to switch, but... Yeah. Um, so we, um, according to the Democrats, have all these new IRS workers, and they are going to make service easier. You know, if you're going to be screwed, you don't want to wait on hold for four hours for the screwing. You want to just get it over with. And that's what the IRS does. So having more agents available uh, to not only to, to answer the phones, but to go after those billionaires, those nasty billionaires who create the jobs that allow us to pay the rest of our taxes, those horrible people. So they're going after them. And if you're in the middle class, you don't have to worry about a thing. Well... That's not entirely true. There's a coming crackdown on $1.6 billion in unreported tips. Uh, the IRS is going after them. When President Biden signed the Inflation Reduction Act, they talked about the bill's $80 billion in new funding for the IRS. It would, quote, make our tax code fairer. By cracking down on millionaires, billionaires, and corporations that avoid their obligations. 
It now appears that some of those resources and some of the coming crackdown on tax evasion will, quite predictably, be aimed at individuals earning considerably less. The Treasury Department and the IRS announced plans to overall existing programs that track tips earned by service workers. The new Service Industry Tip Compliance Act. Uh, the program will take advantage of advancements in point-of-sale time and attendance systems and electronic payment settlement methods to improve tip reporting compliance. Of course, workers who earn more than $20 in monthly tips are already required to report their tips to their employers. And those tips are supposed to be included in tax data sent to the IRS. Now, here is how you can help your local waitstaff. I think I touched on this last Friday. Tip in cash. Tip in cash. I always try to tip in cash. Because they don't have to report that. They can get around that. But if you tip on your credit card, well, that can be examined. And they'll look at everybody's, you know, credit card tips and say, well, on average, uh, you make X number of dollars. This is how much you should pay. Well, I don't think the wait staff at my favorite steakhouse is getting paid so much money that we need to rip them apart. I, if, if I was going to tell you quite honestly, if you think you could get away with not paying taxes, I wouldn't say a bad word about you. I would not say a bad word about you. You'd actually be doing the country a favor. Really, you would. Because you'd have more money to spend on things that you need, and that drives the economy. When you have to give up a big chunk of it, the government just burns it. They just waste it. And you don't have enough money. You can't go out and buy an extra product, a, a steak or a pound of ground beef, because you had to pay that money in taxes. So, in order to help wait staff, when it comes to credit card, you know, you get that bill at the end of dinner or wherever, zero out tip. Just put a line through there. And then leave them cash. And hopefully, if that happens enough, the IRS will look at that and go, well, boy, they sure don't make a lot in tips. And perhaps save them some money. The IRS proposal, quote, streamlines both compliance with and enforcement of tip reporting requirements by eliminating employee participation. We'll make sure the government gets uh, its cut of those tips by simply removing workers from the transaction whenever possible. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's screw the IRS and pay our wait staff in cash. Good old greenbacks. So they can at least, at least, at least catch a break. Seems fair to me. Uh, all right, up against the clock. Quick break. Back in a moment. Gary Nolan Zimmer, Radio Network. It is eleven uh, fifty-two. Glad to have you with us, um, Brian Hansen. Uh, we are going. Uh, you're going. Actually, I I'm not going to make anybody buy my hamburger. Uh, you won the bet. But what day are, are we going to? Ah, uh, uh, Thursday or Friday when we Thursday get a uh, Friday. maybe a lunch break during the uh, radiothon. Huh. 
of next week. Yeah. How's that sound? That sounds good. This week is kind of uh, busy. Yeah. So I thought maybe uh, get a uh, break from the action sometime around noon. And go get a, a, a double cheeseburger. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Even the buns over there are really fresh. They have a lot of different things. I, I should, you know what, I'm, I'm a creature of habit. I always get the same thing. I don't know how, you know, even if I order yeah, I do, a pizza, too. it's always the same pizza. Yeah, if it's good, it's like, then why spoil it? Why tamper? Yeah. But they've got so much on the menu that's interesting. I I think I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and, uh, and try something different. Because everything I've had has been really good. Um, well, we'll see. Thursday. Uh, good afternoon, Gary, writes Brenda. I have a question. I received in the mail a 2022 USDA agricultural census. I do not own property, and I was just wondering if anybody else out there received one and why they're asking for this information when they could get it from my taxes. Did you get one, Brian? I did not, no. I did not either. I ask the same thing every time the census comes out. It's like you already know these things. Yeah, they they use the census so they can, you know, engage in social engineering. Right. They get all that data and then they they decide how to spend more money in a you know in a certain area or they it's come just to some, awkward. Yeah. How many bathrooms do you have in your home? Why None do you need your, to know that? None of your flipping business. It's just it's feels wrong. Why are you asking me this stuff? I try to give them what is constitutionally mandated and no more. I'm not rec recommending this to anybody. I'm not telling everybody else what to do. But I know what they're supposed to get. You know, who and how many in uh, in the household. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. How many people living in your house? Uh, beyond that, they don't get much. Uh, it's, it's, you want to find out how many commodes I have Come by the house when I'm ready to move and come on in and count. <laughs> but, they, I mean, they really get into some in-depth questions about how far from work and all that Bravo here. Nah, they have no right to that information. Uh, so, Brenda, if anybody else, uh, if anybody calls us and says they got this USDA agricultural census uh, and can explain anything about it, be glad to uh, let you know, one way or the other. Um, apparently, uh, some guy in a U-Haul in Brooklyn, New York, was trying to avoid getting arrested. I, I wonder what what these people are thinking when they do this stuff. A driver is in custody after striking several pedestrians with a U-Haul truck in Brooklyn, New York on Monday morning. Uh, the driver was stopped for an unknown reason near the Bay Bridge Parkway. It won't make much difference to you what the names of the streets are. But he fled in his U-Haul truck, ultimately arrested, uh, but not before he quite literally drove over people in an attempt to get away. If you get stopped by the police, if you... Look in the mirror, and it's the red and blue lights. Just pull over and stop. You know, maybe it's a ticket. Maybe you deserved it. 
But when you start doing what these knuckleheads are doing, people are going to get hurt. People are going to die. And one of the people might be you. It, take my word for it. You cannot outrun a police radio. The vehicle doesn't exist that can allow you to outrun a police radio. They will catch you. Uh, they'll try to do it as you know gently as they can, but eventually it's going to happen. It could be spike strips. It could be they tap the back end of the car. Uh, could be it turns into a shooting war, but no matter what it is, you ultimately will lose. And if you decide to run, there's a good chance there's going to be a canine vehicle fairly close to where the stop occurs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> Those are the best things to watch. You know, uh -huh. when I'm watching the uh, cop shows and somebody decides to run, and, you know, there's a canine vehicle that's within a mile or so of the vehicle that's out in front, and they have canine to get ready to on the scene, and the guy's getting ready to bail. It's like, oh, this isn't going to end well. No. <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, it's just so stupid to try and fight this. Just do exactly as they say. Uh, you know, there may be exceptions to the rule, and I think we witnessed one a couple of weeks ago. But beyond that, just do what they say, and you'll be fine. Uh, try to outrun them. Try to fight with them. You're in trouble. And in this case, this guy hit like six people with a U-Haul truck just trying to get away. So instead of getting a simple speeding yeah. ticket or whatever problem he might have been I'm going to just add up my charges here. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, remember those old calculators? <laughs> click, 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 yeah. zinc, zinc. They're not, they don't even think about what they're doing. They just, they just think, oh, I got to get away, got to get away, got to get away. It's like it's, you're not going to get away, especially in a U-Haul truck. <laughs> it's just yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, they don't handle like a BMW, I no. guarantee you. Uh, they wallow into corners. Uh, anyway, uh, there you go. Uh, and then uh, finally, uh, this last bit. How much time do I have? I'm almost out of About time. About 10 seconds. About 10 seconds. Apparently, the uh, owner of the Washington Nationals, Ted Lerner, has passed away at 97 years of age. God bless him. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby. Honey, I'm coming home.